you gore fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. And Brandon from the Black Lagoon is here. Hi, Brandon from Black Lagoon. How's that lagoon doing? The world is a vampire. It's doing pretty good. Um, I, I, I would not like to be referred to as the Black Lagoon from now on. I'd like to be referred to as a, a goth vamp kid, if you will. Um, a gothic bad hot, boy, hot if you will? Uh, no, I'm going for more of the Kiefer Sutherland look. But um... <laughs> No take backs. You're Lagoon. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Jacob's Wife. This was a first time watch for both of you guys, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, never seen it. Um, one of those ones I've always meant to see, and it's like, because it's a Shutter exclusive, so it's on there all the time. So it's like, oh, a vampire movie, Barbara Crampton, okay. It never got around to seeing it. Why I love the podcast forces you to watch the thing. I, I am not very familiar with a lot of Shutter movies. I've seen ads for them and stuff, but they never really stood out to me. This one was surprisingly all right. I might check out some more. This, I'll say this, Shutter Originals, there's this upper echelon of really good ones that I like quite a bit. And then there's a lot of things that they just throw out a wall and like, put it on shutter. We don't know what else to do with it. So it's a very mixed bag what you get with it. It's like a lifetime 80s horror movie. Yes. Kind of, kind of feel to it. You get a lot of those. Because they have something good like this. It's pretty good and I enjoyed it. And then they have that shitty Critters t- miniseries that was so terrible that it's so bad that they wiped it. It's gone. You cannot find this thing. This is why home release media is important, guys, okay? The world yes. should not be deprived of creators of the TV show. Look behind me right now. Listeners can't see it, but yes, exactly. <laughs> VHS tapes! Alright, but yeah, Jacob's Wife from... I don't even have the year. I was a poor note-taker. Is this 2020? 2021. 2021. Um... Yeah, I saw it pretty early in its run when it came out. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect, but I just went, okay, Barbara Crampton vampire movie, I'll watch it. I ended up really enjoying it. I think it tries to, excuse the pun, bite off more than it can chew. Sometimes yeah. there's a lot of things yeah. they're playing with. But overall, I really like it. It's classic Bucktooth Nosferatu vampire style, which is a mixed bag. I like it sparingly. When it's done well, I like it. This one did it good. Um... It's just funny playing with all the vampire themes like sunlight and stuff like that. Like as a slow turn is really fun. It seems like they're definitely moving away from like there for the longest time. I feel up until like, let's say Dracula dead and loving it. It was the classic Lugosi look. And now they've gone to like, well, that's kind of cheesy because it's been done so much. And the only person to ever pull it off was Bela Lugosi, greatest actor ever lived. So they're like, well, what else do we have that's classic Dracula? Well, we can do Nosferatu. That, we can make that terrifying. People know the teeth. My favorite part of this movie is it answered the age-old question that I think a lot of us had asked. What would a Canadian vampire sound, act, and look like? It was a very Canadian... Oh, what was the line he said? Just the way he said the, with one move, this could get very missy. Uh, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch the Canadian of it all. <laughs> um, we have an Edward trifecta. Travis Yay. Stevens directed, produced, and wrote, um, along with a producer, a little Bar- Barbara Crampton. Yes. The reason that anyone would really, like, ever watch this movie. Yeah, you know, if it had someone else in it and everything else was the same, 
I would watch it after I heard about it, but I wouldn't on a whim check it out the way I did. No. I wouldn't be excited for it like I was. Of like, oh, I finally get to watch that new Barbara Crampton movie. <laughs> and thank God she got this movie because she really gets to like dig at the scenery a lot. Oh, dude, there's a, a dancing with a lamp scene. <laughs> All right. Um, so it starts with a rat in a church parking lot with her title card. Shots of a church. It's just regular podunk town church. Like, all the typical rooms, everything like that. Jacob's giving a sermon to an unenthusiastic congregation. And here's our theme of the movie. After the service, everyone is talking to Jacob and not Anne. And throughout the whole movie, he speaks for her. She is literally Jacob's wife. She is not Anne. Everything like this. Yeah, to the point, like you just said, the movie is called Jacob's Wife. It's not called Anne's Story or something, like, ooh, spooky Anne. No, it's just like, oh, that's Jacob's wife, because, like, she'll go to talk, and he'll be like, that, 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 you're not making dinner. What are you speaking? Are those shoes I see? It's it's all about the themes, guys, man. We got to start it off heavy-handed right at the beginning, so we know what our stakes are right up front. And they really, like, dress Barbara Crampton down. She seems very church mousy, like they even say later, of, like, her hair's back. She's, like, it's very drab dress, like, her head's down. Cut to later, she's walking through, like, a grocery store, like it's a fashion walkway. Yes. It just gave me PTSD, that grocery store scene, for some reason. Though, where I met Brandon is over 10 years ago, we both worked mm. in a grocery store together. And I don't know why the lighting, everything in there reminded me so much of where we were. I'm like, ah! But I watched that scene. Every grocery store looks exactly the same. And it's that, that low hum and the, the cold, yes. the lights. It's just terrible. Terrible. Greg, what were you doing with like a 12-year-old at a grocery store if you met Brandon I, it was 10 years that ago? Brandon was allowed to work there, I thought. <laughs> I was 18. <laughs> We meet this character, Amelia, whose mother's been drinking again. She wasn't at church. And uh, Jacob, the pastor, says he'll go see her later. Amelia is walking home, and there's rats on the street. I'm so thankful that rats are a part of this vampire continuity. Something often ignored. I was happy to see it featured here. Rats. Rats. Thousands. Millions of them with their tiny red eyes. And they're all for me. This scene, too, is that... How you know it's an amateur horror movie. Because the lighting is like the sun is setting behind the girl. She's walking home. You can't see really anything. Yeah, there's definitely a few scenes that I see like that. Of like later we get where the rats go all over the person. I'm it's just that Lifetime right original now. movie style, yeah. A few times there's like the big gore scene. And it's not shot quite right. Yeah. So it seems very just like Kevin Smith set the camera, film the thing. Yes. Brandy, you said something to me because you're like, hey, what are you doing? I have some free time. I'll jump on the show. Like, oh, here's what we got coming up. You pick this one. And you watched the trailer and you texted me. And I didn't say anything because I was like, I'm not going to spoil the movie for him at all. You said, it looks like Pearl. And I, I'm <laughs> curious as to what you saw in this trailer that made you think this was going to be like Pearl, though. She said something in the trailer like, I want to be somebody. Like, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. she's going to start killing people because they're not letting her live her life or something. Okay, you know what? I'll, I see this then. All right. Yeah. Not, it's, nothing like, it's nothing like Pearl when you actually watch it. But Amelia hears a voice say her name, and a vampire cuts her real quick and a fast camera cut away. Which I like. It doesn't really focus too much on gore in the beginning. No, and then when we get it, it seems better, because then we get blood fountains later on. 
but it's very it's very comedic too it's not yes. like it, the movie kind of struggles with what it wants to be it, it doesn't really blend the comedy and the horror that well together to me well because it seems like it's not going to be the big bloody vampire movie until right. it is and it's like very shocking when it happens yeah but then yeah. it switches right back to a funny scene it's just like eh. the next day we get some of Anne's very drab morning routine that you can tell she's been doing the same exact routine for the past like 30 years one of those scenarios i've been doing the same routine for the past 10 years i love it it's great she's sitting there watching richard simmons getting ready and making husband breakfast very american psycho like very american psycho. i could see that well the police show up and well they call jacob about amelia being missing everything like that then they question them at the church and Anne goes to talk and is spoken over almost every time she opens her mouth and we get just more establishing everything. Dinner with Jacob's brother and his wife. That that dinner at the beginning is the start of what I call the God damn it joke. <laughs> it, oh, blasphemy. Every time somebody says God damn it, he has to stop them. No matter what he's doing, no matter how serious the scene is, he has to stop them. And then towards the end of the movie, it kind of pays off. And I thought it was really fun. I mean, let's be real. If you know the dude is a pastor, I'm not religious. I won't speak for anyone else. And so I say, God damn it, constantly. But if I'm around a man who I know is a pastor, I'll have that little lockbox in the back of my mind. It's like, hey, you probably don't drop this unless you stub your right, toe or something. Right, You got to be sneaky about it. You got to you got to fit it into the conversation. Well, I just like to think he's just antagonizing his brother. He's like, I know how I'm going to piss him off so bad. He <laughs> loves Jesus. So I'm going to talk my like, oh, have you heard uh, the new Cannibal Corpse album? No, man, I am not listening to that. <laughs> God, Pastor, you suck the soul right out of me, man. Come on. That night, she wakes up in the middle of the night because he's snoring. Here's her name whispered, just like Amelia did earlier. Nothing happens with it yet, though. Ian, Ian. It's such a great little montage of like him just being super shitty, like him like chewing loud with his mouth open. He's snoring, and then he rolls over like half on top of her and starts like snoring and like kicking her and stuff in his sleep. It's like, oh, this is, like, the worst. Like, everything's so downhill. We need to ask your wife what you do in the middle of the night, because I guarantee you probably do the same thing to her, and it pisses her off, too. No, she just says I sleep with my hands crossed over my (laughs) chest with my eyes open and my mouth open. So, the dude playing Jacob, I I don't mean to insult him. He does great in this, and he's made a whole career on B-horror. Like, if I look, you look down his credits, it's all B-horror movies, which I applaud anyone who's done this. Um, Larry movies, holy shit! Yeah, Larry Fessenden. I think I'm pronouncing that right, dude. I feel like it's the King of Queens syndrome, though. Like schlubby husband with supermodel wife. You mean to tell me this guy gets Barbara Crampton? You know, from Beyond Reanimator, Barbara Crampton. No, he was in Cabin Fever too. Oh, I didn't even catch him in there. I just watched that a few months ago. I didn't even see him in it. I think you're giving him a tough break here. His eyes are getting heavy. His back's getting tight. He's sitting in traffic on the on the bridge tonight, just trying to get home to his wife. I forget how. I don't understand song this goes. reference in the slightest. I you made the reference King of Queens. Isn't that the theme song for King of Queens? Oh, I remember the dude? I haven't seen King of Queens <laughs> in like forty years, and I'm not even I've that been, old. I've been staring at the screen this entire time, trying to think what is the fucking theme song for King of Queens. Well done. I, it's gonna know, pay what, off. I, that was my fault. Oversight. Well done. That's not a show from the '60s or '70s. I'm not gonna know it. Early two thousands. <laughs> 
The next morning, she's talking about her ex, Tom, because she's in charge of the gin mill project where they're revamping it or whatever and repurposing it. And her ex, Tom, who lives out of state now, has come back and he's won the contract to do the work for the revamping of the mill and everything like that. It's like the one little project that she has. And it's like actually a big deal. And she accomplished it. And she's like, you could tell she's like kind of afraid to tell Jacob about it. Cause like, well, we don't know how he's going to react, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, so destroying a piece of history. Oh yeah. That building that's just sitting there waiting for a Freddy Krueger to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not exactly. even, like, that's not even the reason. It's just because it's his, her ex. And he just goes, and who's the contractor? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. So, from what we get of her history later, this was like a high school or right after high school fling type thing yeah. with this guy. Like, this is what she had a relationship with. Then right after, she got with Jacob. And they've been together 30 years. If he is a contractor and won the contract, like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. But then okay. again, maybe not seeing what happens. I don't know. Okay, so this guy that she's meeting up with, this ex, Robert Russler. I just made a Nightmare on Elm Street reference. He's in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. He's Ron Grady. Oh, the boy in the bedroom who... The other... The neighbor who gets into fights with the main guy all the time and then they have a sleepover. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. But she meets up with Tom. They're having drinks. And they're talking about old dreams, how she wanted to go to Cairo, and life happens. But I'm happy now with Jacob. They toast to happiness. And then they go to the mill and they kiss. Harlot. Oh, burn her! Witch! <laughs> she deserves everything after this. Sitting there when they're sitting there eating dinner, that she's 100% doing the thing that you'll see on Facebook, like right before the couple breaks up, of like, oh no, we're super happy together. Look how happy we are. Smiles, everyone. Two weeks later, they're divorced. Yes. And the, the dad changes the profile picture to the kids, and the wife all of a sudden has a bunch of selfies. Yes. They drop the fall photo shoot. But they, they're they kissing. They stop. They're kissing again. They stop because they hear the Anne whispered again. They're walking around, find a bunch of crates, and they're sitting on them. And she stops. She goes, I just can't do this to Jacob. The crate thumps. They open it, and it's empty except for a rat. Like, what the heck? The other crate thumps. The dude goes and opens this one, and the before-mentioned army of rats gets him. This could have been such a cool scene, other than the fact of they had, like, it looked like if they made rats for Toy Story 1 in the 90s, where they're not all done, and there's no color to some of them, the CGI is so bad. I'm like, oh, fuck you, movie. You lost a point right there, you bullshit movie. It looks like somebody with a computer tried to be Sam Raimi. <laughs> I don't know, man. After we did Sharktopus, any CGI I see, I'm like, it looks immaculate. Incredible <laughs> after I had to watch that movie. So maybe I'm still feeling the side effects of when we had to watch that. Not as bad as Sharktopus, yes. Because it's just for a couple seconds and then it cuts to better looking rats and some of them are real. But they're for yes. a minute. I'm like, fuck you, movie. But these rats chew Tom up to his death. And... Just like beginning, you see the vampire, jump scare, and we quickly cut. Do you know who plays the master in this? Okay, yes. Medium. Bonnie Ahrens, who's the nun in the Conjuring movies. Like, if you see her face, she's been in, like, a bunch of stuff. That was a woman. Yeah, but... Yes, that's yes. a woman. It's, it's okay. the nun. 
Okay, that clears up a lot for me, sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude, so like, you know, every, you walk into a spirit, you see that picture of the Halloween with the nun's face on everything. It's It's that person. I remember seeing the nun, and this was like right when like me and Liz started dating. We saw it at the drive-in, and I was like, "I'm glad this movie sucks, so I don't have to be like, God damn it, I kind of want to watch the movie instead of getting to know this new person." I never saw the nun, but I saw the Conjuring movie where the nun was introduced, and then I was, when I saw they're doing a movie on it, I went, yeah, no, all they do is pray. And now it's your turn to pray. That group of nuns, they pray and they pray and they pray. And guess what happens at the very end? Spoilers. Oh, they forgot to pray. And then the demon comes. I saw Annabelle. That was enough for me. It's dumb. I hate the nun. But she comes home late that night. She's given one word answers the whole time. And she, like, I'm going to bed. He's like, okay, I'll join you later. And she gets up to the bathroom and there's just blood all over her shirt. What does she is she aware what happened right away? Like, you know, a lot of these movies, they don't really remember like, oh, that's weird. Is she aware a vampire bit me or I wish I knew her thought process here. I don't know because they don't actually show it, do they? No, they show the quick vampire cut this. But they don't actually show her being bit yet until later. No, because it could either be her reacting to like, holy shit, I was attacked by this thing or like, holy shit, I woke up in a factory and I'm covered in blood. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure she has the full picture or she does. And she's just like, I'm not talking about it. But this is a great Barbara Crampton just chewing the scenery scene because she like takes her coat off and you see she's covered in blood. And she just starts making like silent scream face where she's like, oh, (laughs) it's great. Next morning, Jacob wakes up, Anne's working out, and she didn't make him breakfast this time. What a bitch. Wearing shoes? You're outside (laughs) the kitchen? (laughs) Dude, I mean, I know we're joking, but it's almost that level's what he's expecting this whole time. That's what I mean. He he doesn't, like, he's not the cartoonish, like, where is my breakfast, woman? But it's also, like, you can see it on his face. He's like, what am I going to eat? Like, he's (laughs) incapable of, like, putting bacon in the microwave and throwing it on a cheese sandwich like it's just like this look of shame i guess i'll get something on my way and he leaves that's what i mean it starts off so early it doesn't really know what it wants to be if it's trying to be funny in the beginning or if it's trying to focus on the horror of it i think there's definitely some horror comedy worked in intentionally in this i don't think it's accident i'm sure it's in there on purpose yeah right yeah yeah, for sure. Um, it's not like I'm gonna send you straight to the moon, Alice, but he definitely gets huffy. Yes, exactly. He leaves, Anne's looking in the mirror, just saying, Who are you? What do you want? As the camera just moves around and it does a butt shot for no reason. I'm not complaining, but it just seems out of place. I I was extremely surprised by the amount of sexy Barbara Crampton we get in this movie. Because I think back to her in, like, let's say, Puppet Master, Littlest Reich, where she was just uh, playing a character. She's just in a uniform, basically. No, like this, we get this, like, butt shot out of nowhere. We get a booby. Was not expecting that. I watched an interview, and she did say, this is on purpose, because someone said, like, I think it was brave, like, you did this, like, which you would do all the time in your younger roles, but you did now. And which I agree with. She goes, I wanted to portray that, like, older people can still be sexual beings. I'm like, you know what? Fair. Yeah, well done. And it worked. I'd just like to play the other side of the aisle and um, complain that we did not get fat preacher ass at the time that I thought we would in the shower. But we had her ass early on. I I was a little disappointed. 
But we get the full reveal of his later. They we were just do. teasing you, waiting that, for that. So I, I can we appreciate do a tease. I can appreciate a good tease, yeah. yeah. Be like, oh, we're always spoiling you with Barbara Crampton nudity. Here's a giant fat ass from a preacher you don't <laughs> like still. That power is going to compel you. Oh, look, he's spreading. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob goes to the church. It's not like service time or anything. I guess he's just doing some work there for a minute. And there's some teens in the parking lot smoking weed. And he is very much the uppity neighbor man. Like, last I checked, it's still illegal in this state. It just takes their joint from them. I like how he just, just pockets the joint, which will come back later. But, like, he yeah. doesn't throw it away or anything. He just pockets it. Like, but at the time, I don't think he has any intention on smoking it. So what was his he great plan with the that's joint? The, that's what I mean. This That's so nonchalant. That was not something I thought they were going to pay off. Just, like, them smoking weed later on. Yeah, it's insane that they do that. And I also love, it's like the shitty teenagers. They're like, fuck you, man. Don't you have, like, an altar boy to go have fun with in that church? And he's like, "That I'm not a priest. I'm a minister or whatever. Like, What's I have a wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw out to all the Gorfians and Horror Hounds, you can hire Greg of the Dead to be the minister at your wedding because I went online and got ordained. So, technically, I am as well. I'll play the bongos when you go out in the aisle. You keep that up, I'm going to unbless your holy water. I don't know. Whatever I do. He comes home and Anne has the sexy red dress on, which is very different from the drab, boring clothes she's been wearing this whole time. And she goes, get changed. I'd like to go out. They go out and he's like, what's the occasion? She's like, does there need to be one? He's eating his food and everything. She hasn't touched hers. At the end of the meal, the waiters, he asked the waiter, can I get a box for my wife? She goes, Actually, I'm finished. Is this some kind of power move she's pulling here? Like, that's what it felt like to me. Like, yeah, you're going to buy this. and I'm not going to touch it. No, it definitely seemed like that of just like, I'm the dominant one now. Like, I'm we're going to the store later and I'm buying a little thingy. <laughs> there was nothing subtle about it. The change was just instantaneous. Yes. Also, she has like a new great haircut that I love. It's like that Bob thing. It's a little, can I speak to the manager, but it looks good. What, well, anything, if Barbara Crampton could, like, shave patches into her head, it'd still be fine. Yeah. The important thing is, this chick loves being a vampire. Oh, so Oh, yeah, much. which she does not deny at once, pretty much, the whole time. She's staring at Jacob's throat. That night, she just wakes up, and Jacob's snoring again, and she just shoves him, and in the morning, she <laughs> says it was just a bad dream, that's all. I love this, and I know this is going to happen to me one day. <laughs> I, I love this, just so he's like, he's being all huffy once again, and she's like, what can I say? It was a bad dream. I'm sorry. And he's like, well... I'll just get breakfast on the way into town. She's like, fine. And like throws the bacon away, which is how you know she's a vampire. if She's throwing bacon away. And she goes to the grocery store, which is the scene we mentioned earlier. And oh. she's at the meat counter and like pokes open a roast, like the wrapping around it and like sucks on the blood off of her finger. And then the butcher comes up and he's like, what can I get for you? She goes, how much for that? And I do love this dude. Like he was just like a bit character. This movie was like the blood. <laughs> you just see her walking out with a bunch of meat and bags of blood. It's such a memorable, like, delivery. And that, I just love the scene also, like you said, of just her walking out with the bags of clear blood in her shopping cart. In this small town that she's the wife to, like, the church person. So she's, like, well-known. 
I was waiting for one of the bags to like get caught on the cart and rip open, and then she has to explain to somebody what happened as she's like she's... lapping it up and <laughs> into her lap trying to save it. She's under the cart like. <laughs> she's at home drinking the blood out of a wine glass, and this is my favorite. And also my most what-the-fuck scene in the movie. This is where she dances with a lamp and is moving furniture around the house. I get it's showing us her moving the furniture, her new vampire strength. Because she's basically one-hand lifting couches and stuff. I'm, I understand this. Why is she dancing with lamp? I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. Because she loved, at that point. She loves lamp. Oh, don't worry, the sound clip's going in. <laughs> they could have so easily just CGI'd these couches so badly where she picks them up and moves them. Like, sometimes in what we do in the shadows, they do that. And they it's a very dark house, so they can hide it for the most part. But you can kind of see what they're doing. No, I like that they built, like, an extremely lightweight, huge couch that Barbara Crampton could just lift over her head and move to the other side of the room. I'm also guessing they used another vampire song other than Bella Lugosi's dead because they just couldn't get it or it was too expensive or we've had it used in so much at this point they're like no. that's what they want us to use never enough always becoming a vamp makes you like goth rock Brett everybody knows this you know you got to kind of dance like this over to the side then to the side you take a drag off the cigarette <sighs> you dance like <laughs> I do you burn down hot day. topic burning down hot topic fucking posers <laughs> but she uses too much vampire energy at once i guess with the, enough blood and she gets sick and just pukes blood all over the carpet in an amusing moment god he's into that stuff man i love that there's like it's definitely that shot of like there's because it's like profile shot and there's just a hose right here by her mouth and it's so obvious now like whenever they use that i always still love it Oh, yeah. Just because we know how the sausage is made, I can still appreciate seeing it done. Her acting is also great in this scene, too, because she has that classic, like, when you have that sip that's one too many sips of alcohol at the party, and you're just like, I know I'm done now. I'm just going to let it out here. Yeah. Oh, when your stomach and throat does that weird, like, wet, sloshy warning thing where you're like, I have seconds, if that. <laughs> Scan the room. Where's it going? It's that combination of relief and defeat. Yes. I like to think this is like the vampire's version of like horrible, like shitty McDonald's that just makes you sick. And yes. she's like, well, I want flame and yawn, which is people. This is what happens when we eat tattooed people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm safe. <laughs> but Jacob goes to his brother's house and he's venting and says how weird Anne's been lately and everything. And his brother tells him to confront Tom at the mill. But that night, Anne hears her name called goes to the window, there's rats crawling over all over the window, and the vampire is in the yard and starts kind of flexing a little here. Starts, like, raising its hand and raises Bringing the milkshake to the yard, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, vampire grabs its boob and grabs her boob. Then vampire just starts flicking the bean as Anne starts going to town down there and everything, which is a really, like, if you want to take back to, like, old gothy vampire stuff, there's always that sexual, like, energy to it and everything. And it's actually, they play it straight at this moment here. And it's actually really kind of, like, epic and dark. 
and then switch straight to comedy, because then Jacob walks in, and she's just furiously going at it there. What are you doing? Like, he walked in on her. It's like those horrible, like, extremely hardcore, like, videos on Pornhub, where, like, the woman's like, just, like, beating the fuck out of her vagina, basically, and screaming. That's what the Reverend walks into. I didn't know that was a thing on Pornhub. I, I'm glad I know Brett's preferences right now, but... Uh, squirt, squirt, squirt! <laughs> what are you doing, Step Jacob's wife? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Dracula? What are you doing, Step Vampire? <laughs> The next day, Anne is at the dentist, and the dentist's like, that's weird, you have new teeth coming in, which is a thing that can happen, and they do say, they're like, it's rare, but not unheard of. Right before this scene, she's in the garden and eats an earthworm, and then I love it's the (laughs) thing of the dentist is like, there looks like there's dirt in your teeth, (laughs) and Anne's like, oh, don't insult me that badly, but there literally is. Yes. The gore and the prosthetics kind of gave me a Cronenberg vibe too, which I appreciated, especially with these teeth. The yeah, way they're just kind sure. of sitting in there. Yeah, and like they're they look fleshy and like wet and shit. And then like, okay, well time for your whitening. Which look, I'm a millennial. I can barely get to the dentist, so I've never had this procedure done. But apparently it's like a suntan for your teeth. Like, they bleach it out with this light. And they move this light over her mouth and, I guess, like, put that thing like Marilyn Manson used to use, like, with the big mouth, like, open mouth thing, (laughs) and, like, shine the light in. But it's, like, sunlight, and she starts smoking, like, out of her mouth and everything. It's, like, charring her skin. This scene's hilarious. I love it. That's where I've seen that image before. I'm like, why does that look familiar? It's that Marilyn Manson thing. It also just (laughs) looks like such a rich person thing of like, we're going to put a neon light in your mouth. It was some, it it was some guy's attempt to make a final destination kill with a vampire. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of like, like the uh, LASIK, LASIK kill from whichever one that was in. From Dead Space? What? I don't play Vigi games. (laughs) I know Pac-Man. But the whitening burns or she runs out. Jacob goes to the mill to confront Tom. Tom's car is still there. Jackpot. I'm going to have a talking to with this man. I'm going to send him what's what. That's what I'm going to do. Tom is like, I'm not going to spend money on a motel. I'm just going to stay at the mill. Like He's it's dedicated the, to his craft. Is that what he's expect? Like he's going to clean it himself. I'm going to save money on workers. It's just him. See, if this preacher was a smart man, he would go there, see his car sitting there, like, that's a, that's a tough-working American male in, 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 the, in the country here. That's what we need. Good on him. My wife can have him. Exactly. But he finds the two uh, weed-smoking teens from earlier, and they think he's stalking them, rightfully. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Oh, I'm sorry. They kind of, like, push him around a little bit, like, frighten him, like, intimidate him. Where he falls down, and he's like, just get away from me. He's like, are you okay? But Vampire Amelia is there, and kills the boy. She jumps down, bites his throat, and this is our first blood gusher of the movie. I love his, er, like, mid-2000s, fuck you, you fucking fuck, Bam Margera t-shirt. I was gonna point that out. (laughs) I saw that, and I was like, holy shit, I remember that from the CKY videos. (laughs) <laughs> it this, this girl too, the, the girl playing is it Emil? amelia amelia is the vampire girl 
Amelia, she this is her. This is what she should give to Jordan Peele if she's trying to audition for one of his movies. It had that, it had that us feel to her performance. Yeah, honestly, no notes on her. Well done. Yeah, no, I, no. I love vampire form of her. And mm-hmm. I just look, I just tapped her name. This is the only thing she's ever done. I really like vampire her. She's like chewing the scenery, but it's not like over the top. It's just very like I'm a fucking vampire now. I'll have like bloodlust type thing. She's found her niche. I'll look for her more often in the Walmart bins. Now, this is the only thing she's ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> but the she's about to kill Jacob and she's taunting him and everything. She's like, now, right now, my master is in your house. He pulls out a Bible, which seems to have somewhat effect. It's not like Return of the Vampire where she explodes. It does hold her back a little bit, but she could still get him if she wanted to here type deal. It seems but, like like a garlic type thing of they don't like it. But it's not like a deal breaker. It's like sunlight in this one. It seems like if you're exposed to too much of it at once, it's bad. But you can kind of flit in and out of like sunbeams. You're fine. Then she has the line, I'm going to tongue fuck a hole in your neck. Love it. Love it. Give her the Academy Award. The girl saves Jacob. They both leave. She's like, that was some vampire shit. We got to go to the cops. Jacob, like any rational human, is like, no. Well, he's worried because she said, my master's in your house. Like, I'm going home. Because what are you going to say to the cops? The reaction they have to her is exactly what would happen. Greg, what is one of our number one rules on Throbbing with Horror? Do not go to the authorities and tell them, there's a vampire at the old mill. You go, someone killed someone at the old mill. I don't know what happened. There's a lot of blood. Come help. Exactly. I'm glad I didn't mention the butt rule. I didn't want to give that one away. No, we that's secret. But at the at home, Anne's neighbor sees Anne through the window. Remember, she just got burnt at the dentist and she's like freaking out and spinning around and everything. Like, is she having a heart attack? And he goes, like, Mrs. Fetter. Mrs. Fetter and like is trying to like find her. She's in the kitchen, just turned around. She's like, okay, this is starting to get uncomfortable. You can turn around now. She he gets up to her. Turns around, does the cool, like, vampire nail slash across his throat and just starts drinking him. Give that man the Oscar as well. Give all the, these guys are all given Oscar worthy performances. They're amazing. This, like, tiny bit of the movie seems like the director's like, I can't make it today. Who's like, who's a director that's close by, maybe? You, uh, Tommy Wiseau, come in here and help no, me direct this. It's not room scene. levels. Oh, no, but no, she's like, is... she's spinning around. She's making faces. It's like, more. You're a vampire. Mouth burned. But of course, who shows up then? Jacob walks in on her licking blood off of the floor. What did she say? It wasn't me? <laughs> or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I dropped the syrup. It's strawberry jam, honey, I swear. She has blonde hair and it's all red. She tells him what happened and he's mopping up. Right then the cops show up to ask him, like, were you at the mill? He's like, no, why? He says, do you know whatever the teen girl's name is? He's like, no. And then he's just kind of laughing. The sheriff, he's like, well, we got this story that there was a vampire down at the mill and she says, you helped fight it off. And, uh, n- nope, not me. Which, to be, he has the strongest alibi in the world. Just say, yeah, no, that's insane. And that's your alibi. Yeah. But he then hits him back with, uh, oh, it's just weird. I found found this at, at your location with the Bible, holds up the Bible. Counterpoint, 
We, I saw them smoking weed in my parking lot yesterday. They must have broke into the church. There we go. Your Sir, your name is in the Bible here? Is that your name there? It's also like, this is a funny part of the movie as of like, this is definitely like a bit of a horror comedy of he has blood on his shirt and he just throws a towel over his shoulder to cover it. Just keeps, and he's patting his shoulder just like, yep. At this point, like the dead bodies like become like a, the undead or like a vampire or like a minion or something. So it's gotten up, it's bumping into things. Things are crashing because the cop at one point sounds like, oh, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like Anne is pretty, uh, busy in there he's like oh yeah yeah she's real busy it has a feet over it it's tied up and bumping around <laughs> this body flopping around in his head off the cabinets it's so funny he finally <laughs> leaves and we cut to him staking the neighbor so kills him and jacob's plan is to kill the master and that night, they bury the neighbor in their garden water it with holy water and put some silver on it and it's smoking well, I love that, um, like, he's, like, spraying, like, the holy water over the grave, and you see her, like, kind of, like, ugh, like, get that away from me kind of thing, like, a little too close. Um, and they immediately go into, like, oh, yes, this is vampire lore. Dracula, like, exists as a movie, I'm guessing, in this universe. Because everyone immediately we just We know it knows, exists as a book. Yes. Uh, everyone just immediately like oh yeah we know how to do deal with vampires. You take out the master, that, like, cures you doesn't work in this one <laughs> but you know what most of the lore has been proved true so far like the sunlight the you know the stakes everything so so far everything's lining up so you might as well just print the whole legend go with all the lore yeah my favorite part too is i don't think they ever draw attention to this uh, around this point in the movie if you look in the kitchen set there's now like just a hanging bulb thing full of garlic i did notice <laughs> they don't mention it it's just there now they don't know the vamp like vampires love blood, but you know what also they love? Goulash. Bella, I don't know how to make goulash. They go to the mill that night, they open the crate, it's empty. Amelia's taunting them, doing like the dashing through the shadows where you can't see her, just talking about them and everything. Jumps down uh Jacob holy waters are burning the hell out of her and everything, and He's like, Staker, Staker! And she does the evil dead thing where right when she's about to die, she starts acting human and nice again and everything like that. Like, you know, the, why are you doing this, Ash? Type deal. Oh my god, the church must help me. Please, God. Like, just basically taunting him. Yeah, and he won't do it, so Anne just stakes her right through the heart and kills her. And he and she, he's like super pissed because he's like I could have saved her and Anne's like she was going to drink your all of your blood like in seconds like you cannot trust yeah. these things and then that's when he starts being like can I trust you? They get into a giant fight. Uh, you don't know how to fight for me. You never did. I've always just answered to you. Everything like this. Um, he ends up leaving, blaming the whole thing on her, and goes home. He's in bed, and he's like, what am I doing? He's going to go after her, but here's a noise in his house. And the lights start flickering. They all turn on, and the master appears. Anne comes home, and Jacob is kneeling with a knife to his own throat, and the master is talking through him. Why keep letting this anchor drag you down? And 
is like, go on, let him kill himself. And you know what? So far, the master's saying everything she's been saying about him this whole time. Yeah, this is, and it's a very much of like, you now must make a choice. And they do the moment of like, they cut his throat a little bit and the blood comes out and she like vamps out for a second. This is the first time too, I think we really see the master up close. And I love that reveal of him just kind of looking like an alien face with some red glowing eyes. And then he steps more into the light. I always enjoy like, cause I love the vampire story so much. And I love the ancient vampires of they've been around for so many centuries that they've literally, they're starting to become the, like look like the monster. Like you think like, Oh, that could have started out looking like a Barbara Crampton. And now it's like evil gargoyle, like skins all fucked up and like Mm -hmm. peeling and maybe not the best salesman on the whole vampire life, to be honest, maybe send a fresher one. Yeah, really? Well, that's why they're trying to get Barbara Crampton so they can like strut her out in her like new red dress and new haircut. And they're like, ooh, you got to get the youth. That's the problem. Barbara Crampton will get the youth. The youth, (laughs) they'll love nothing more than actress Barbara Crampton. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say we do, but I don't think we can count as the youth anymore. So <laughs> I don't think we've been able to count as the youth for a long time. But he has Jacob slit his throat, not deep, but like fairly deep, and jumps on him, all vamped out, glowing red eyes, big sharp buck teeth, you know the whole shebang. And you think she's gonna just go bite him and everything, but she doesn't. Master just disappears for some reason, and. Instead, they have sex on the floor. Here is where we get what you wanted so Brad, bad, Brandon. Mm. Full buttle preachers. But we get a Barbara Crampton boob shot in 2021. Was not expecting that. Bravo. Still A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Next day, police are at the neighbor's house, and Anne can't stop thinking of blood. She's like, oh, my thoughts are soaked in blood. And like, Jacob's like, I have an idea. Cut to them smoking a joint at the table, which is, I don't know why this scene's so hilarious. I love the hard cut. The only thing that would have made it bad better is if you threw, like, some Cypress Hill playing in the background or something <laughs> like that during this scene. Why does smoking weed help her not think of blood? If anything, would it not make her more hungry for blood? I'm gonna throw out it helps with everything. I'm, That's right. I'm cool with this. Sure. At this point, it's a medical issue, and it helps. Does she have her card? Uh, last he said, it was still legal in this state, so probably oh. not. Uh-oh. So they say that they've been married for like 30 years, which there's no way Reverend and Mrs. Reverend have been like smoking weed whatsoever. Two hits into that thing, they have to just be like planted on the couch. It's that old school anti-drug commercial <laughs> where she's just like a flattened balloon. There's no way they're moving after, like, smoking a whole joint, after never doing it ever before, probably. Yeah, but they follow it up. They they follow up the two puffs with, hey, I can't drive. Do you think you can drive? Hard (laughs) cut to a five-mile-an-hour drive stop to the the next house that he's going to. (laughs) Drive, monkey, drive! I'm way too stoked to to the Everest house. (laughs) They get a phone call about a church member's not answering their phone. They, do you think you could drive? <laughs> they get to the house and they're not answering the front, the front door. I love the little kid who's like out in the, the neighbor kid in the yard, like staring at him and everything. 
And so they go around back. They look for, they go up to the bedroom and she's dead in the bedroom and everything. And Jacob says a prayer thanking God for this perfect gift. What do you mean? She goes, this is a sign. They're going to use her for food. Yeah. Thank you for this bountiful harvest. Yes. Oh no. But like they are the worst serial killers in the world because they don't sneak around whatsoever btk would hide in closets for hours waiting for people to get the right time when it's nighttime and you could sneak around and get the body out or whatnot it's middle of the day they literally just rolled her up in the comforter it looks like a body like the little girl's like that looks heavy it's like oh yeah we're uh she did some laundry for us and we're just picking it up it doesn't look like laundry it looks like the old woman's wrapped up in there I'll go tell unless you tell me a cuss word. How about this? Fuck off. I know that one. This little girl raises the movie whole point for me. This little girl is the <laughs> best character in the film. Just that. You better tell me a swear word. It's just amazing. I love this kid. <laughs> but um, when they get back home, the neighbor sees them taking the body back inside. Granted, it's wrapped up very poorly. Anyone knows what this is who's ever seen a movie. And she calls the police. Of course. Jacob's going go. Jacob's gonna go scope out the mill while Anne cuts up the body and drains it of all the blood and everything. And Jacob's on the way. He's pulled over by the sheriff and CM Punk. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, the other cop is CM Punk, which oh. I did not notice because he's so clean-shaven. He has the police mustache and everything. That's why. I'm watching this time, I'm like, is that the best in the world, CM Punk? And I looked it up, I'm like, it is! That was even during when I watched wrestling. I had a CM Punk t-shirt. I did not pick up that that was him. Phil Brooks, yeah. Mr. CM Punk, found out yep. your real identity. <laughs> Scandal. Um, they searched the vehicle. At first, he's like, I'd rather you not. I'm on the way to an important meeting. And Sheriff's like, well, why don't we indulge him? He has a review coming up. I'd like to see how he handles this. And he's like, he opens up the case he has. There are steaks, holy water. What else is in here? The one, the book. A little Dracula. Ron Stoker's Dracula. The only way it could have been better is if it was like a VHS copy of Dracula from 31. It's like, he doesn't even have the book. He has the movie. I was hoping yeah. they would pick up the book and flip through and he had like sticky notes and annotations and he wrote in the book and highlighted. But right then, we forgot we mentioned earlier, the brother and sister-in-law are coming over to the house and they walk in on Anne having this dead lady strung up, draining her of all her blood. This is 100% the police, like, stumbling in to the dead body hung up like a deer in Ed Gein's, like, basement. Like, holy yeah. shit. It looks right out of Ed Gein. There, there's, like, right, there's, a like, the blood bucket right under her and everything. And I love Barbara Crampton's almost just like, oh, um, I forgot you were coming. <laughs> I love, I love the sitcom level acting from the wife to, like, the brother's wife. <laughs> Just walking in, seeing this body hanging there, her covered in blood. She just goes, Anne. Like, audience claps. What's the deal with vampires? They hang the bodies and they just drink all the blood out of it. What is up with that? They don't like garlic? Does that mean they can't have New York City pizza? Come on. But the 
They call the police, obviously. We find out Jacob's been arrested in the back of the car as the sheriff and Deputy CM Punk get this call. And now they're going to that house. The sister-in-law is outside, and you see her, like, carried away real quick. The brother-in-law goes out looking for her, and Anne goes with them. They see her standing and facing the other direction, and she's speaking to them for the master like that. And eventually, the camera finally pans around. We see her throat slit, and she's, like, talking through the slit bubbly blood thing. It's pretty cool looking. So fucking brutal. It's awesome. I love it. It's a rat head off, and... It's, like, pretty cool practical effects and whatnot. Like, I love, like, the little things of, like, it'll be kind of funny and stuff. Like, we get, like, the sitcom version of them stumbling into Ed Gein's, like, uh, crime scene. And then we get, like, horrible bloody throat with, like, really realistic, like, torn out, like, effects. And then, like, rat beheading. (laughs) And then the master gets Bob. And... Anne grabs a garden stake, and what exactly do you want, Anne? And, like, it's trying to talk her into, hey, you know, this isn't such a bad deal I gave you type thing. Really selling it to her and everything. It's like, if you taste my blood, the hunger will go away. If not, you'll constantly be insatiable for blood. The cops have shown up at this point with Jacob. I don't know why they let Jacob out with them. This seems like an odd <laughs> move. The, the, she, the, like, master's like, I know you've seen Near Dark. It's not that bad. We're like, we're more gothic vampires than modern day vampires. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. That's <laughs> no good stuff like Bella Lugosi. Good, like, did you see that classy. video of someone at Universal where they were talking to the guy being Dracula and they're like, I was worried it's sunny out here. I didn't want you to start s- sparkling. And the guy playing like Bella Dracula's like, Take it back. Take it back now. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I've actually seen like interactions with that guy. He's like, what do you think of uh, Bella Lugosi's performance of like your character? He's like, out of any human, he did it the best. Yeah. <laughs> but the cops shoot at the master. It obviously has no effect. And the neighbor's corpse, who they buried in the garden, reaches up and grabs both the cops' feet where they're stuck there. And here's where we get the line. They say the title of the movie. Were you ever really you or were you just Jacob's wife? It's so subtle, guys. Jacob stakes the master and Anne freaks out. That wasn't your decision to make and everything. Because she's kind of, I think she was going to go for it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we've said throughout the movie, she's enjoying this. She's a whole new person. She was like bored with her old life this new life is just so exciting the the master obviously like really cool melt that well not even melt like liquefies and like sprays say, out yeah. everywhere it's pretty cool it starts it starts out with just the stake going through you see a little bit of blood and then it turns to holy water and he's just i don't i don't is it was it a a puppet or was it actually him like moving because sometimes it looks rubbery and puppet i'm not sure but it was it's, really well done is this where, like, the master, like, wicked witches, like, did, yeah. like she melts? Yeah. Where, like, it yeah. looks like they dug a hole and just lowered her into the hole kind of thing. Like, it right. looks very simple effects, but, like, practical, which is always the best. Then it turns into, you know, the big splatter or whatnot. But when she's, like, sinking, it looks like, okay, we so we dug a hole. We're going to lower you into this hole. I love when it's all over and the two cops are like, what do we write this up as? 
domestic dispute, <laughs> non-violent. Very good, deputy. <laughs> the next morning, Jacob and Anne are like, what do we do now? And Jacob suggests selling the house and vanishing and looking for a cure. Anne drops the, I like what I've become. And then, I don't know if I love it or hate it. Actually, I do. I love it. I know it's kind of cheesy, but I love this ending yes. where she turns and her teeth come out. He turns behind him and grabs the stake and it freeze frames as they're both about to attack each other. I like we didn't get the cliche happy couple they made everything work ending in this movie. That they're both going to kill each other in this moment and it freeze frames and as credits go. Yeah. I actually really enjoy that ending. Yeah. It reminds me of like the pet cemetery ending of the first one of like yeah. they're, they're kissing but like she grabs a knife and it's like it cuts right before things get real bad but you know they're going to that ending is almost better than the like oh look show everything ending And that was Jacob's wife I'm curious you guys being first time watch uh overall thoughts now Brandon It was it was better than I thought it would be. I mean, it's definitely not great as the sequel to Jacob's Ladder, um, but uh, but I can see why people would like it. It was very, it was, it was a good watch, fun watch. Was that Jacob trying to climb to heaven, but the ladder only goes so far, so he keeps? Falling I was hoping off the I wasn't ladder. the only one to see that. Yeah, very nice, Brett. Very good. He's like, God damn it, I'm going to get to you, God, and he keeps trying again. He falls off again. <laughs> um. You know how much I love the vampire movie and the Dracula story and whatnot. And you do? I, You're a fan? Well, yeah, here and there. Um, oh, no, I never knew this. Why have you ever mentioned it before? Oh, do you know Bella Lugosi? <laughs> Are you a fan too? Ah! I never knew this. Uh, did you ever hear about Robert Pattinson? I think you'd be a fan of him as well. I don't know about him. He's with that <laughs> woman that can't act and she has one face. Um, Most people only have one face, Brett. No, but she do cannot not make act. fun of Jacob that oh, way. Th we're not even on video. And how do I, I act things out? I emote. I get you guys laughing. I'm not even on camera right are. now. Better actor than Kristen Stewart. Fuck her. Piece of shit. <laughs> um, Somebody else no, seen I, on the road. I like this movie a lot. It was pretty good. I would watch it again for sure. I like how cheesy it is because I feel like if it tried to take itself too seriously, it would lose me. But I like the little comedy parts it throws out there of like, we kind of know what we are and like our limitations, but we're going to try to do the best we can. And I love the heart of it. I definitely want to check out more Shutter movies as well. This, this yeah. kind of 80s vibe, 80s soundtrack, 80s cultural references and stuff like that mixed with this soap opera style kind of works for me i'd recommend mandy if you're going to take that plunge oh with me i've call. seen that yes yeah okay yeah um yeah i think it actually did the main theme well like of the just even if it beat us over the head with it a little bit but like the getting stuck in your relationship thing and every day is exactly the same mm. and the other one doesn't quite respect you. It might've beat us over the head with it, but I thought it did it fairly well. I feel like, I feel like this was amazing for Barbara Crampton. Like at this time that she got something like this big and she got to like play with it that much. And you can almost, it looks like she had a lot of fun with the role because she really threw yeah. herself into certain scenes of when she's like screaming or she's literally like licking the floor and she does that like look up like it's not what it looks like. <laughs> That's her bread and butter, like the timid, creepy kind of thing. Yeah. 
I feel like the Nicolas Cage Dracula from Renfield kind of took a couple mannerisms here, like from this mm. kind of performance. Yeah. I could see that. All right. Uh, so count on the dead time. Let's get into the count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right. It's Robin's more count of the deads. We're tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you guys think we got with Jacob's wife? Brett, I never do good if I go first. You go first. No, the guest always goes first, and I guess one higher or lower than they do. This is Price is Right rules. I'm flipping it on you. Let's go. <laughs> um. Okay, I'll go first. Uh. Fuck. I. Hate, I don't know. <laughs> Six. I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna go reverse. Oh, Brett was slow, sir. We got eight. Yay! And I will never argue with more death. Well, that was Greg Scout of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. Okay, so in this movie, to, for some reason to chill out, the vampire smokes weed and that chills, chills it out for some As reason. Yes. So I'm going to do drugs the vampire would do to be like, oh, we got to chill you out real quick. Okay. Like, they, they found these drugs on these teenagers with the Bam Margera fuck you, you fucking fuck t-shirt on. Um, so number one is like PCP. is like <laughs> the worst version. That's of, your number one? <laughs> that's the worst version, like, that you could give the vampire. It, that makes humans super powered and like lifting cars and throwing <laughs> them basically. The vampire can already do that. It's going to go, like, fucking mad and, like, kill a city. God. So, like, 10 is clean living vampire, like, only drinks USDA choice blood and... Well, it goes and has a nice shot of weakness. vampire. Yeah. yeah. A nice Randy vampire is number 10. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this movie... I had a lot of fun with it. I would be interested to check it out again. I'm going to give it... I'm going to say 6 out of 10... Um, it may fluctuate on further viewings, but I had a lot of fun with it. Most of that comes from Barbara Crampton because her performance is like so awesome. And I hope she gets more like big roles like this. She may have like I might have to like dig into her like what she's been doing lately type thing. But no, six out of ten. Fun watch. Good vampire movie. Brandon, I would have to go. This movie would be a 5 out of 10 for me. If it weren't for that little girl halfway through that sees them moving the body, that kicks it up to a 6 out of 10 for me. Um, I agree with Brett on a lot of it. I think the performances are outstanding for what they are. They're they're cheesy, but it works with the comedy. Um, the tone was a little messy for me. It didn't really... You didn't get that flow between the horror and comedy sometimes. It was very hard to the next genre kind of things throughout the movie but overall i thought it was very good it was like a nice prozac you know it mellows you out a lot occasionally you'll get a <laughs> that was that was fun out of it i i kind of know what you mean like at times it flows like pretty smoothly at other yeah. times it really feels like it's held together with like duct tape it's very janky and like you know, oh, we just gotta make it work to shove it in there yeah you'll have you'll have a like a gore scene and then jarringly out of nowhere some slapstick comedy but it, it kind of works in in most cases i am almost right in line with you guys and i mean i'm half a point off where i went six and a half drugs to give a vampire out of ten i thought performances were very good for what they were doing i thought 
the comedy was good, the horror and gore was good. They didn't always blend together the best. Like like you guys said, I think the what's the word I want to say? Deciding what it wanted to be was the worst part of it, but even that I didn't dislike. I just noticed, you know what I mean? So yeah, six and a half drugs to give a vampire a ten. I think we have just created a new category here on on Throbbing with Horror. Do you guys know what I mean? We have a six, six, six and a half rating. Oh, look at that. One six, better. Six, six, six and a half. It's just the most metal score that any podcast could give a movie. Three sixes. Half, half a point better than the most metal score. Brutal. It's, it's sufficient enough to get us through. But unless you guys have anything else. No, that's all I got. Hope you're enjoying Throbtober. Brandon, thank you for stopping by again. Namaste. Yes, make sure to enjoy this Throbtober. Um, there can never be enough vampire movies in Throbtober. Do something with never... a pumpkin or pumpkin spice. Like, I don't go to Starbucks other than this time of year because I like their pumpkin spice like latte. You and your pumpkin spice. Listen, I don't mind pumpkin spice. The amount of times I've heard you say the word pumpkin spice in the past week, though. I, I pumpkin spell, spice Belveda crackers. I found those. I bought three boxes. Every time you say Belveda, I think you're saying Velveeta, like the cheese. <laughs> and when you tell me I got pumpkin spice Velveeta, I puke. And then I realize what you mean later. I would Please try don't give it. Velveeta any ideas. I would try it. We hope that Jacob's wife has left her brain throbbing with horror. This brings to close another episode of Throbbing with Horror. But fret not, friends. Another episode will be coming next week. Same time, same place. Be sure to check us out on all the social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin wherever you find your quality social media.